Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Pesach, Chapter 2, The General Rules of the Prohibition Against Chametz. Section 7, Ways in Which There Is No Leavening. As noted, there are five types of grain that can become chametz after touching water. However, if they are roasted in fire, they can no longer become chametz, and in principle, they may be mixed with water. Nevertheless, the sages were concerned lest the roasting not be thorough, and thus the grain would become chametz when coming into contact with water. Therefore, one must treat these roasted grains just as one treats regular cereal grains. If they became wet and 18 minutes passed, we suspect that even these roasted grains may have become chametz, and it is forbidden to gain any benefit from them, and one must destroy them. The above concerns kernels of grain that were roasted in fire. But if it was flour that was roasted, they are Rishonim who are lenient, maintaining that one need not suspect that the flour was not roasted well. Thus, it is permissible, according to them, to mix such flour with water, or in a cooked food, without concern for chametz. However, many Rishonim hold that in the case of flour as well, one must be concerned that it may have not been roasted thoroughly. The Achronim rule that one must not mix roasted flour with water or in cooked food lest it become chametz. In other words, we follow the view that roasted flour can become chametz. Nevertheless, if one did make such a mixture, even though it is forbidden to eat it, it is permissible to keep it until after Pesach and to eat it then. However, concerning matzah that was properly baked, it is agreed that it cannot become leavened again. Accordingly, it is permissible to soak matzah and matzah meal in water, and indeed, this is what most people do. Hasidim, however, customarily do not eat soaked matzah, which will be discussed in the future. Scalding the grains or the flour in boiling water also destroys the capacity for it becoming chametz. However, the gaonim prohibited doing so. For today, no one knows how to do this how to do this scalding, and if the boiling does not destroy the potential for becoming chametz, an opposite process of rapid fermentation may be generated, as heat may hasten fermentation. Therefore, scalded grains or flour are treated just like chametz. It is forbidden to gain any benefit from them, and one must burn them. Flour upon which water dripped, drop by drop, continuously, even all day long, does not become chametz, since the continuous falling of the drips, excuse me, of the drops, disturbs the flour and shakes it and does not allow the leavening process to develop. Immediately upon cessation of the dripping, one should knead the dough and bake it. If there is doubt that some of the dripping may not have been conti continuous, then this is a doubt concerning a law of Torah, and one must re relate to the flower 
as proper chametz and burn it. Another way to prevent the dough from fermenting is by soaking it in cold water. Preferably, one should not do so, lest the water not be cold enough, thus allowing the dough to actually ferment. Flour that was kneaded with fruit juice does not become leavened at all, but if even a little water was added to the mixture, then it will become leavened. To summarize, chametz is about grain mixing with water and starting to leaven, that is, to ferment and rise. But let's say you do something to the grain or to the water that ensures that they won't leaven. In theory, this would not be chametz and would be perfectly fine on Pesach. For example, if one pre-roasted or pre-boiled the grain, or pre-roasted or pre-boiled the flour, or place dough inside cold water. In all these cases, we have strong reason to believe that leavening will not occur and that the mixture is not chametz. On its face, there are all sorts of ways that flour and water can be mixed on Pesach without concern of making chametz. Nevertheless, we are concerned that a person attempting to use these techniques will fail to use them properly. They are, so to speak, playing with fire, or if you will, playing with flour. In practice, the halacha is that one should not, or even must not, use these techniques. The only mixture of flour and water that we trust is that of matzah flour. Once matzah has been baked in a kosher manner, Crushing it and mixing it with water is perfectly fine, since we know that it cannot possibly rise again. Well, that got dramatic. Nonetheless, here too, some have the custom of not trusting even this flour. This is the custom known as not eating gebrachs. Two ideas from the footnotes. First, though we typically avoid almost all of these techniques, They remain relevant in cases of ill or infirm people for whom we are trying to prepare hearty but still chametz-free meals. Second, there is a modern technique for preventing leavening that may have come to your mind. Stick your dough in the freezer. Here, there are some poskim who are lenient. The Penine Halacha rules in the footnotes that one should not intentionally freeze dough to use on Pesach. But if they already had unleavened dough in their freezer, it can be pulled out and used for Pesach. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Melamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shoal in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.